0: that's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: It's time for Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Ready, set, Just call me Swanee. Tiger time. Tiger. time. Finally, Clemson Sports Talk has come back to drive time. Hello, everybody. Lawton Swan back in the saddle once again. It is the show that shakes the Southland. Clemson Sports Talk for you each and every afternoon around the great state of South Carolina on the Clemson Sports Talk radio network, including great radio stations like Fox Sports Radio 1400 in the Midlands. Sports Radio 100.1 The Fan in Florence over in the PD and of course down in the Low Country on 920 AM in Manning. So many ways for you to be a part of this program. A multitude of ways to listen, streaming on the iHeartRadio app from four until six o'clock on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Streaming from six until eight on the iHeartRadio app on Sports Radio 100.1 The Fan on the TuneIn app as well. We just appreciate each and every one of you uh, for being a part of the program as the Clemson Tigers prepare for a matchup with the LSU Tigers in the national championship a week away from the college football season coming to a conclusion. And uh, when you think about what this run has been for Clemson, uh, I do think that, as I mentioned to you, late in the week, Last week as we had two shows enjoy this. This is the rarest of rare. I don't think I can stress that enough to everybody who participates with us here on the program. Enjoy every moment. Soak it up. I'm not telling you that you uh you have to be there in person but live in this moment, accept this for what it is, which is uh, one of the single greatest moments and runs in the history of this sport that we love. And I I think that that terminology love uh, is one of importance when it comes down to how you feel about things, win, lose, or draw. Uh, and I tell you this story because as a parent, you see things much differently than you do uh, as an adult. And what I mean by that is 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 if you don't have children, I think you can easily get so wrapped up in this game that there is no result that would be satisfying or acceptable outside of a victory. But at some point, and and, and look, I agree, even as a parent, there were times in my life where Clemson football wasn't at this level. And so weekends, how you feel, things of that nature could often hinge on how the team performed in said ball game on any given weekend. And, and now that we've seen this run of success, and now that you've tasted the championship glory twice in three seasons with a chance to taste it again, I, I want to challenge you to enjoy it and embrace it. Last season, going into the national championship game against the Alabama Crimson Tide, the storylines were the same as they are today. And I, I, I had the opportunity. I had the opportunity to take my son and my wife to California for the national championship. Now, if you're saying to yourself, "Golly, you radio guys make a ton of money. How did you afford to fly your your family out to California?" Well, if you don't know. I kind of Clark W. Griswold Jr. this thing. And if you're saying what what do you mean, Swan? What, do you, what are you saying? What what does that mean, you Clark W. Griswold Jr. did it? I found a flight out of Raleigh, four hour drive. That landed in San Diego, nine hour drive to Santa Clara. After the game, immediately, this is this is where the flight became much less expensive to get the family out there. I left the game after covering it. Let's let's say the kickoff was 5 o'clock West Coast time. The game probably ended around 9-ish West Coast. Post game was an hour or two. You're talking getting in the car 10, 30, 11 at night. I drove overnight, nine hours back to San Diego to catch a flight out Sunday or Tuesday morning, I guess it was, back to the East Coast to Raleigh, to which I landed, drove home, got up and went to work the next day, Clark W. Griswold Jr. This was this was not a, oh, we're just going to go over to the local airport and hop on a plane and fly at the crazy expensive rates. This was... Hey, babe, if we're going to pull this off, we're going to have to do it a little bit crazy, right? But but going to that game a year ago in California with my son, driving up the interstate and the, the back roads through some very beautiful towns in California, as we were making our way up to the game, I, I, I had to impress upon him. And this is something I feel like I need to convey to those of you that maybe can find yourself getting a little too far gone at times in sports. The loser of the game a year ago out in California is not a bad team. Forget what everybody says about your schedule throughout the season, playing in the ACC, this, that, and the other, battle tested, blah, 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 blah. The loser a year ago, not a bad team, and the loser next Monday is not a bad team. These are, I think, two of the top three teams in the country. I actually believe the second best team in the land's already done, the Ohio State Buckeyes. And I think that on Monday, the better team is still the Clemson Tigers. That doesn't mean a guaranteed W. And if they lose, it still doesn't mean that they weren't the best team or aren't the best team from top to bottom. They just weren't the best team next Monday. But I challenge you to just enjoy this run. Take it all in, soak it in, especially... Especially if you have children. Because now if you've got a, a son like I do that's ten and a daughter that's seven, dude, my kids my kids' view of Clemson football is so skewed. Like you wanna you wanna believe this is the norm for eternity. It is not the norm for eternity. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that Dabo Sweeney does and talks about, and it's the reason that this program is still so very passionate about where it is and what it does and how it is perceived and what their foundational principles are. They are bigger than national championships. That is not the end-all, be-all. That is not the measuring stick for this coaching staff. It's not even the measuring stick for these players. Championships and titles and everything that come along with this run is great. But it is not done without having, one, the utmost respect for your opponent, and two, respect for the level of competition and preparation that goes hand-in-hand with being a champion, the likes of which Clemson has delivered and is continuing uh, to deliver in Tigertown. So, again, one week away, embrace this next week. Because if you had told Clemson Tiger fans in in 1981, hey, you're not going to be back in the mix and playing for a national title for 34, 35 years, they would have laughed at you. This run, four opportunities in five seasons, absurd. Teams don't do this. So, soak it in. 803-978-1832. Give us your thoughts on the matchup coming up a week from today. Clemson and LSU in Louisiana. Clemson telling us today, many players saying, hey, we're treating this like it's a road game. And in a lot of respects, they should. There is going to be a lot. There are going to be a lot of LSU fans in and around New Orleans. Uh, This is a very proud program that Clemson is playing. It is a program that has been, in some respects, um, overshadowed immensely by the run that the Alabama Crimson Tide have been on through the years. Alabama back in the news today, by the way, Tua, making his decision known. Tua's going to take his talents, much like uh, a number of players at Alabama this season, taking his talents to the NFL, which, again, we've talked about in the past, has Clemson surpassed Alabama as the best team in college football? Losing Tua uh, uh, would seem to be a step backwards, in my opinion, for the Crimson Tide coming up next year, uh, given what you expect to see in Clemson again with Trevor Lawrence heading into his junior season and a wealth of talent still surrounding him, so that conversation's still obviously on the table and will continue to be, but right now, the focus squarely on Joe Burrow, LSU, that spectacular offense, a defense that's been better in the back two, three, four games of the regular season and playoffs, but I don't believe... I'll I'll say this. I think maybe the more impressive thing that came out of the college football playoff semifinal between Oklahoma and LSU for me was probably the fact that LSU's defense was able to to stymie, to slow uh, that Oklahoma offense more so than anything else. Like uh, The numbers were absurd offensively for LSU. But maybe the bigger storyline was that their defense – Played well enough that they could pull away from Oklahoma, and now some of that's got to do with a lackluster Oklahoma defense, which we touched on last week. But the storyline probably that you know it wasn't just this back and forth, uh, can you top this offensively type ball game. I think in, in, in some respects, for me, that's a that was a bigger development than seven touchdowns and Joe Burrow looking like. Uh, there wasn't a defense on the field. Look, like me and a couple other radio show hosts uh, here were playing defensive back for uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. It wasn't pretty. Although I would say I may have played a little bit better than some of those guys at Oklahoma uh, watching their performance. But Joe Burrow, obviously uh, a huge talent. There is no question right now in the game of college football, you know, we, we talk about how good Trevor Lawrence has been. Over the last eight nine games of the season, uh, you look back at Joe Burrow; he's been really that good the entire year. And it will take a a you know it will take a measured task by the Clemson Tigers. I mean they they are going to have to bring it defensively in order to slow this team down because they really haven't been slowed down. we we, we saw them struggle some with Florida. We saw them struggle some with Auburn. Yeah, you've got to believe that after watching those games for Brent Venables, who I believe is the best defensive coordinator in the game right now, he will have this team ready. Uh, those conversations, as we said last week, about this could be the best team ever, as a historically good team, that was the same thing everybody said about uh, Alabama, too. And, and Venables and that defense managed to make Tua and a bevy of offensive weapons look normal coming into this matchup next Monday uh, there isn't a magic elixir to slow down LSU we've seen teams running all types of defenses throwing who knows what okay round two name something that's not boring
3: a Laundry. laundry a book club computer solitaire huh
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: Five defensive backs. I think at some point some teams even had as many as seven defensive backs in the ball game against LSU just trying to slow down this aerial assault. I will say, in the semifinal matchup against Ohio State, and again, I th- I really believe that Ohio State was the second best team in the country. I, I think they were the most well-rounded. And I think that's how you went. You have to be more well-rounded than LSU is right now. Clemson, to me, from a balanced perspective on offense, from their their you know st- statistics in, in terms of rushing yards and passing yardage, the balance there, to the defensive and offensive balance, how good they are defensively versus how good they are offensively. I think Clemson again, uh, that that symmetry that they have in both respects is huge. Uh, the other thing about it for me is the fact that you know when when you saw Clemson and, and Ohio State going head up. You know, head-to-head. The old Gorilla Monsoon reference. The irresistible force beating the immovable object. That's kind of what that game felt like to me at times. And for Clemson to pick themselves up off of 16 to nothing, much like Deshaun Watson did this weekend. We'll talk about the NFL coming up here on the program, too. Watson showing that eye of the Tiger, heart of a champion. In the NFL playoffs, nonetheless, when I when I look at Clemson and Ohio State, you know, when you, you take it under that fine-tooth comb, a lot of what happened in that ball game, from the standpoint of the the early Dobbins touchdown, a lot of that took place because let me let me say this the right way for you schematically Clemson made changes. It wasn't oh Clemson, like I I hear conversations like Clemson got into a fight with Ohio State early. They got punched. Yes, it was a fight. Yes, they got punched. That's not what woke them up to like, oh the pace of play. The pace of play, all of a sudden, Clemson is not playing against the lowly ACC teams, and now they're playing a great ball club. All of a sudden, oh, they finally caught their win and got their feet underneath them. No, that's not what it was. Clemson adjusted. The Tigers adjusted. Because their standard does not revolve around the level of play. That's the one thing that I consistently hear that's laughable. It's not about the ACC. It's not about Ohio State. It's always about how Clemson's playing. That's their measuring stick. And so when you hear people say things like that, to me, that doesn't give enough credence and credit to Brent Venables and his ability and willingness to be so flexible with that defense, to switch things up, to throw what they they, you know, term a, you know, and I guess a sort of a inverted Tampa two kind of look. This really allowing them to be much more pliable, flexible, whatever terminology you want to use on the back end of that secondary. It's the reason you see a guy like Isaiah Simmons playing inside the hash, yet making an interception on the sidelines. That look, Justin Fields to throw one pick the entire season. That's why you see Clemson confusing and, and throwing off Justin Fields to some degree. Even though he threw for over 300 yards, I thought he was I thought he was fantastic. Now, I I do believe however Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. And I think that's the one significant uh, not necessarily storyline that you need to keep your eye on in this ball game is how good Joe Burrow is and what happens when he's stressed and if Clemson can get after him very mobile in the pocket you saw Georgia challenge him time after time but uh, he's a more a fleet of foot than many people believe much like Trevor Lawrence I think that the development of or the storyline developing in the ball game will be this is perhaps for LSU their stiffest challenge on both sides of the ball that they faced all year. And that that that's that's it's probably not a maybe statement. That's probably a factual. This is, you know, the first time they've really been challenged on both sides of the ball this year, the way they will be stressed. Uh, but fortunately for them in a lot of respects, again, it's gonna be sort of a home environment there in New Orleans you would believe 803-978-1832 call us give us your thoughts your keys to the game you can text us I got a lot of texts to get to from last week as well here on Clemson Sports Talk when we get back we mentioned Deshaun Watson man that was unbelievable we'll touch on it right after this
4: you're shot at $1,000 now. Text the nationwide keyword SUPER to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's SUPER to 200-200.
1: Fox Sports Radio 1400 Traffic.
5: From the Dick Dyer Toyota Traffic Center, a look at the roads. You had a wreck on Farrah Raven, Also a tie-up two-notch at Polo and an accident I-20 westbound near the Highway 6 exit. The traininfo.com heating and cooling tip line number is 343-1055.
6: This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Step right up and experience a spectacle unlike any other, the $1 Double Stack Tacos. Crunchy tacos wrapped in nacho cheese sauce and a tortilla, available in three bold flavors for just $1 each. Try them today only on Taco Bell's Cravings Value menu.
0: When you get in your car, you need the best directions to get where you want to be. You will arrive at your retirement in eight the years. The same is true for your retirement. You need a voice to guide you along the way. Join Pat Struby for Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby Pat's 18 years of experience can help make your retirement journey feel like a drive
3: down easy street. Arriving at your retirement.
4: Saturdays, 6 a.m. on Fox Sports Radio. And Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 9 on 560 WVOC. For Save Your Retirement with Pat Strubey. Accidents can happen anywhere and at any time. Changing your priorities in an instant. No matter where you are, George Sink Injury Lawyers is there. And we care. Nights, weekends, 24-7, hurt? Call all nines now. That's 999-9999. Get your St. Claude on the line. Call nine 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 nine
1: nine.
7: George Sink, Injury Lawyers, 1440 Broad River Road, Columbia.
5: Cottingham Family Dentistry would like to welcome you to become a part of their family. What makes them different? It's in the name, family. Cottingham Family Dentistry offers same-day crowns, dental implants, cosmetic dentistry, including whitening, veneers, and tooth-colored fillings, Invisalign, and many other dental services. If you're searching for an amazing dental home, contact Cottingham Family Dentistry at 776-4234 or stop by their office at 3722 Divine Street and become a part of the family. CottinghamFamilyDentistry.com Hi, I'm Alicia Kaufman-Quentin. My daddy, Billy Kaufman, opened Kaufman's Meat Plant at our present location in 1955. My family still works hard every day to ensure fresh quality cuts of beef, pork, and poultry. How about a tasty T-bone, ribeye, or New York strip steak? But to order at Kaufman's Meat and Place. Just look for the signs near the intersection of US-1 and I-20 in Lexington. Call us at 356-0076 to place your order. Kaufman's Meat and Place, when you want the very best your money can buy.
1: They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.
3: Follow Clemson Sports Talk on Twitter at Clemson Sports. Now more of Clemson Sports Talk. Take it away, Dad!
2: Happy Monday to you, a week from the National Championship. It is Clemson Sports Talk, Lawton Swan, hanging out with you. Thank you to everybody watching the show over on Facebook right now. I got to tell you, we we have a chat room on our website, Clemsonsportstalk.com. Plenty of articles over there, forums. If you've never been, take a minute, and go check it out. Spend some time over there during the program if you want, read some Uh, old stories, read some new stories, read some recruiting stories. Uh, But more importantly, consider being a part of our community, helping us grow. That's one of the challenges I gave to a number of my my good friends, my dear friends, people who have grown up with me, people who went to college with me. I said, hey, look, uh, the content's there. I just need more chat. You know what I mean? And those conversations exist right here uh, as we are live on Facebook as well. So plenty of people... uh, you know watching the show and commenting and give us giving us their thoughts etc too so that's a lot of fun being a part of your day there as well we podcast the program you listen when you want to listen DVR for your sports talk radio and we've got ad free podcasts for our premium subscribers over on clemsonsportstalk.com so again we could not do it without you and we are grateful uh, for the opportunity to hang out with you each and every day and uh, in the NFL this past Saturday, or Saturday and Sunday, I guess technically, uh, I got to give some credit uh, to the NFL. I, I don't watch it as much as I probably would during the year because we're typically still so very consumed with everything going on uh, in college sports, collegiately keeping up with everything from that standpoint since the show that shakes the Southland uh, is typically driven uh, towards the conversations about college sports. But uh, once the playoffs roll around, kind of like playoff baseball, you you guys know this. I've had. I'm not ashamed to tell you. I mean, this for some people probably seems like blasphemy to say something like this, but I probably haven't watched a live pitch of Major League Baseball during the regular season. In two and a half, three years. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't waste time with the you know major league baseball. I don't waste a ton of time with the NBA. The seasons are so long. Uh, the playoffs are where it's at. That's that's what I enjoy. I enjoy major league baseball in the playoffs. I enjoy in the NBA in the playoffs. I enjoy hockey in the playoffs. In terms of the games that we got this past weekend in the NFL, spectacular. You know, the college football playoff with the four-team playoff has delivered a blowout pretty much every season in that first round. there's There's been at least one bad one, maybe two. And I heard the argument made over the weekend, that the expansion of the playoff in college w- w- was not necessarily about, and this was, I guess, made after the the first round of the college football playoff on the 28th, you know, so the 29th, 30th, 31st, was not necessarily about getting the best team in, per se, but really about eliminating the bad teams. Allowing an Oregon to show that they were better than an Oklahoma or a Utah or whoever, you know, whatever the teams you believe would have been in an expanded playoff. And I'm, and I'm not going to lie, not a huge proponent for it, but when you see the games that you were delivered this weekend in the NFL, two overtime games in the NFL, A seven-point game and an eight-point game. Now again, what we could what we could consider this. We might see blowouts outside of the wild card weekend, and
0: that would again maybe just.
8: No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com,
2: code, program. I'll show you that the, the depth of talent in the NFL is maybe similar to the depth of talent collegially where there's only a couple of really, really good teams and everybody else is, you know, you got like three elites, hyper elite, I believe I labeled LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson. And you got a handful of little elite teams. You got some great teams, good teams, and bad, so on and so forth. Maybe that's kind of the same thing in the NFL, but this first round, I'm telling you, Houston down 16 to Buffalo, Deshaun Watson, willing that Houston Texans franchise to a victory. Watson's play in overtime where he gets hit from both sides. He essentially said after the game, "Look, you're gonna have to knock him out and down to to get him off the you know off the field." That play, he's gonna take everything you got to get him off his feet. 22 to 19 Houston wins Tennessee knocks off Tom Brady and the Patriots 20 to 13 then yesterday you had another overtime game with Minnesota and New Orleans the Vikings sticking the <clears throat> blade right there in the heart of the Saints 20 to 26 to 20 the final score there and then uh, the nightcap Seattle the Seahawks my son is so excited to watch his Seahawks in the playoffs uh, knocking off Philadelphia. 17 to 9. That game turned on a controversial hit from Jadavion Cloudy, former Texan now uh Seahawk. And uh that put the hands in of that ball game uh into McNally's hands for Philadelphia and that offense from that point forward was just not good, but really four high quality matchups uh in The NFL, but the crazy correlation between, and our good buddy Tim Beret, who joins us every Thursday, tweeted, uh, hard to believe, that you know, uh, one week apart, Saturday to Saturday, Trevor Lawrence leads Clemson, down 16 to nothing, come from behind victory in the college football playoff. And then this past Saturday, Deshaun Watson leads Houston. To a 22 19 win after being down 16 to nothing to the Buffalo Bills. That was an incredible weekend for the NFL in their wild card rounds. And again, there is no guarantee in any of this that this coming weekend's games are going to be great and compelling and storylines that are going to be awesome. But if you watched, NFL football this weekend, I can say this. You watched a really good game of football. 803-978-1832. The Tigers were on the hardwood this weekend. We'll talk about it next.
5: Expect partly cloudy skies tonight, a low near 40. Pack your umbrella in the morning. Expect showers, about a 50% chance of rain there. A high getting near 60 in the afternoon. I'm Rob Sanders in the 103.5 FM WVOC Weather Center.
6: This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Step right up and experience a spectacle unlike any other. The $1 Double Stack Tacos. Crunchy tacos wrapped in nacho cheese sauce and a tortilla. Available in three bold flavors for just $1 each. Try them today only on Taco Bell's Cravings Value menu.
9: Uncle Dan. Mom. Dad. If you store your guns properly so not just anyone
3: can get to them. I'll feel safer when I'm playing outside. Safer when walking home.
0: Safer when my friends come over. As your neighbor, I'll feel safer.
9: As a school teacher, I'll feel safer. We'll all feel safer.
4: Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, Visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to ditch the car and start rollerblading to work. I look ridiculous.
10: You look ridiculous! Ridiculous!
4: You don't need to start foraging wild berries.
5: I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good.
4: You don't need to sell your organs on the black market. Lie back. This is gonna hurt. Yeah, that hurts. You don't need to rent out your apartment to drifters. I made a fire with the wood in your bedroom.
3: That's my dresser!
4: And your closet door. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on FeedThePig.org. That way, you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune.
0: These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom.
4: Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring.
11: Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next... Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie?
10: Is that an old plumbing manual?
11: Oh, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do do you want me to stop?
5: Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends.
11: Okay,
4: tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the
0: bowl, and secure the tank. With a screwdriver and
11: crescent wrench.
0: (laughs) The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877 4DAD 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
3: Sensory sensitivity, repetitious behavior, lack of eye contact. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
1: Fox Sports Radio 1400, the Midlands home for Clemson Tiger sports. Powered by Carolina Fresh Farms with six locations throughout South Carolina.
2: Happy Monday to you. It is your show, The People Show. Clemson Sports Talk. Again, heard on great radio stations across the state of South Carolina and hopefully coming to a station near you. Uh, if you are in a market that doesn't currently carry our program, drop me a note on Twitter at Clemson Sports. Uh, everything you need to know how to get in touch with us here below us if you're watching. 803-978-1832. That's your number. 803-450-0086 is the text line. Five Clemson Tigers reached double figures this past weekend as Clemson knocked off NC State. Clemson's first victory in the ACC. They moved to 1-3 in league play. 81-70 the final score. Uh, Amir Sims and Alamir Dolls both leading the way for the Clemson Tigers. Amir Sims with 17 Alamir Dolls put in 16 the freshman. The Tigers now 7 and 7 on the season, still a disappointing beginning uh to the year, no doubt about that, but this was one of those games that Clemson absolutely had to have. There is no more margin of error error for this Clemson Tiger men's basketball team and uh, the Tigers hit nine three-pointers in the ball game which there had to be some concern early on that maybe they would fall in love uh, with the three-point shot. They they didn't seem to do that, but maybe more importantly, they shot eighty-four percent, really eighty-three point nine percent from the free throw line, making twenty-six free throws in the game. They won the rebounding margin. They they you know had their chances to put that game away. It felt like uh, you got to give credit. I think where credit is due to the the Wolfpack for. Continuing to fight. And I think that obviously, when you've played Clemson in basketball long enough, you know that they are vulnerable at any time to a a, a big run of, of, uh, well, a, a drought. I guess you call it, I guess, a big run of not scoring was the verbiage I was going for. But I think I'll, uh, I think I'll deliver on, uh, a scoring drought instead simply because of the fact that, you know, that's kind of the norm in some respects uh, when it comes down to uh, this Clemson Tiger basketball team throughout the years. They just they find ways to allow opponents back in the games. Rarely do they pull off the feet that they put off in the NCAA tournament a couple of years ago against uh, Auburn where they just pull away and just keep hammering. I mean, this is a team gets up 15, you know, 12, 15 points and uh, you're just not comfortable. And so, uh, having said that and having seen them play this past weekend, uh, obviously that was a, a big win for them. And they'll take on a, a vulnerable North Carolina Tar Heel team this weekend. Uh, Saturday up at the Dean Smith Center. The Tar Heels are 8-5, and 1-1 one one right now in league play. That's a four thirty tip-off on Saturday. Uh, Clemson's 0 for life, 0 forever. Uh, oh, for your existence. Oh, for my existence against North Carolina in Chapel Hill. They'll look to break that streak this weekend. And I, I jokingly said earlier this season as uh, things sort of started to get wobbly. I don't want to say the wheels fell off, but as things are getting wobbly for the Clemson basketball program, I joke, wouldn't this be fitting that this ends up being the team? that goes on to, to knock off North Carolina and to do something that's never been done by a Clemson Tiger ball club. Now, it probably would be fitting for that scenario because we've seen other great Clemson teams go up to North Carolina and come up short. So maybe this is uh, the one that finally pulls off uh, a victory of that magnitude. After the game, guard John Newman said that we've had some ups and downs this season, but that was a good game. To get our momentum back, we're getting to the nitty-gritty of conference play. So it was a big win. There's still a lot of basketball left to be played. So we just need to stay focused and stay together. He said, I think you uh, saw that today. Brad Brownell saying he couldn't be more proud of the way the guys played. He said they played pretty well in the last game against Miami, but they didn't finish the ball game. It was really a heartbroken. Uh, I was really heartbroken for our guys because we've been working really hard for the last month. They responded after a challenging film session after a challenging film session and two great days of practice, uh, we played about as well as we could have played offensively. And, you know, I think Coach Brownell's right in a lot of respects. Uh, they did, uh, you know, after allowing this game to uh, – the ebbs and the flows of that game to uh, maybe fall back in the Wolfpack's favor, Clemson, you know, just kind of continued to – worked their way through whatever hiccups that they had. Uh, Clemson had a pretty big lead uh, late in the first half, and and NC State whittled that thing down in a hurry, got it down to about eight or so, and Brad Barnell called a quick timeout, sort of settled the, you know, stemmed the tide, so to speak. Uh, Clemson ended up, you know, only up six at the break. NC State finished the half, Pretty hot shooting. They were seven to nine going into the you know in the halftime, uh, hitting seven of their last nine shots. But you know as things wore on, Clemson escaped their early drought. State went through their own drought, and and the Tigers ended up coming away with a victory. And it was a must win. It was a, an absolute must win. They closed it out the free throw line. Uh, they essentially did everything that they needed to do uh, in order to you know right the you know right the wrongs that really hurt them in that Miami game. Uh, Turnover still uh, still not you know, something that that I think you can feel overly confident about, especially if anybody pressures this group. Uh, you know in that Miami game, if you went back and watched it, Clemson had two opportunities late and, and two possessions late, actually, and didn't get a shot up. Didn't get a shot up. Had a traveling violation and an offensive foul. Uh, those are things that get you beat. And fortunately, in this ball game against NC State this past weekend, uh, we mentioned the scoring of Alamir Dahls and Amir Sims. And we mentioned Clemson's free throw shooting. Well, Those two guys combined, I think they were 17 of 19 uh, from the free throw stripe. Very efficient for those guys. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
10: Dearly beloved, we are
7: gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
6: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
4: (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.
9: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It's very efficient for this team. And uh, you got to have guys that can go in and and salt away games. Uh, You have to. And Clemson got that this past weekend. Can they find their way into a ball game in Chapel Hill? A lot of pressure will be on the tar heels of this weekend for sure if Clemson could make that ball game interesting. 803-978-1832. We come back. We touch on more of Clemson and LSU right after this.
9: Got hurt in a car eh? didn't know what to do. And that's when I decided I'm gonna call you. But remember. If you're hurt in a car wreck, call George Sink Injury Lawyers at all nines. Get George Sink Law Firm on the line. Call 99 Oh, yeah. Paid actors.
1: George Sink yeah, Injury yeah, Lawyers. 1440 Broad River Road, Columbia.
9: I'm going to call
2: you. Replacing your roof is a big deal, and a lot of people have never had to do it. When you have to, choose the Red Shirt Guys Roofing, one of the Midland's best rated roofing companies. The Red Shirt Guys Roofing Guarantee is their promise to you that they'll do the right thing both on and off the roof, and they'll be there for you long after the job is complete. Veteran owned and operated, discover what other businesses and thousands of homeowners have, choose The Red Shirt Guys Roofing, request a free quote online at theredshirtguysroofing.com or call them 243-3968, theredshirtguys.com. Hi, it's
6: Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month two months in a row. Leave a message at the...
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
12: How do people survive living in the desert? What's the real story behind the Panama Canal? How does dyslexia actually work? Since
5: 2008, me, Chuck Bryant, and you, Josh Clark, have explored the answers to these questions and more in one of the
12: world's most popular
5: podcasts,
12: Stuff You Should Know. Whether you're brand new to podcasts or coming back to reunite with us, or just digging deep to learn more about everything from sign language to emu wars, us, Josh and Chuck, have you covered you can find stuff you should know on the iHeartRadio
5: app or wherever you find your favorite podcast.
3: sharing has never meant as much as it does now we share the things we love most in life for the world to see but what if we could actually do more with our sharing than just collect likes what if this sharing could be used to make a difference now there's a place where we can put all that sharing to good use The National MS Society is asking people to make a difference and share what they love with someone else who loves it too. Whether it's surfing, dancing, or whatever is important to you, we've created a place that'll help you get your experience out to the world. If you have a story, share it. If you have a solution, share that too. Join us at WeAreStrongerThanMS.org because together we are stronger. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money, what you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia and I'm your dividend.
13: Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council.
1: Fox Sports Radio 1400. Online at FoxSportsRadio1400.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And iHeartRadio station.
2: The show that shakes the Southland, Clemson Sports Talk. Lawton Swine, glad to be back with you in the saddle on a Monday. William and Bush set to join us coming up here uh, in just a few minutes. 803-978-1832. That's your number if you want to be a part of the program. Never caller-driven, always uh, caller-friendly. And we certainly appreciate your uh, insights and thoughts about the game. Roger listening to the program. He's watching the show over on Facebook, I got the volume up because I was checking. I had it over-modulated. Sorry. I got you all squared away now, though. It should sound should sound gorgeous. By the way, if it if it ever sounds bad, let me know. I'll get that fixed up for you real quick. I, I, I try to get the volume down right the way I feed you the, the audio here in studio. Uh, Roger listening to the show says, I hope you had a great holiday season. Clemson Tigers by 20. That's a big number, folks again 803-978-1832 you want to call in and talk about uh, the Clemson Tigers and the LSU Tigers and the national championship and everything that's on the line and uh, the the historical significance of uh, the elite group of teams Clemson could join uh, if they were to win another national championship especially given uh, in the college football playoff era i can't i can't state enough Uh, how insignificant BCS national championships are going to become as long as this is the standard. I cannot suggest how insignificant titles in the old AP voting UPI era are going to be considered if this is the standard moving forward. If we go 53, 54 years like the NFL has with their Super Bowl, if this trophy... Is the measuring stick in a four team playoff? Everything done prior to 2013, 2014, excuse me, everything prior to that, nobody's going to care about it. You say, yeah, we had some titles back in the olden days of college football, but, 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 oh, oh, right, right. And look, Clemson's got one of those. I, I, I don't want to besmirch or diminish the significance of the 81 national championship, but any title won during that era was essentially won in a beauty pageant era of college football. And yeah, in some respects, this is still a beauty pageant to get in. Uh, but, but, but then there's a fight. (laughs) Then there's a fight. Now, maybe some of the more talented teams aren't in that fight because they've played their way out of it. But I'm telling you in 40 years, Ain't nobody's going to care about a BCS title. They're going to talk about how many college football playoff titles you've won. That's the new measuring stick. And man, if Clemson can get three out of the first, what, three out of the first six? Three out of the first seven? I can't, my numbers, uh, Yeah, I know Ohio State's got one. Alabama's got one. Clemson's got one. Alabama got a second. Clemson got a second. Tigers have a chance to get a third. So that's what, three out of seven? It's not bad. It's not bad. 803 978 1832. Beth checking into the program, listening to us in the low country. Beth, hope you're doing well. Appreciate you hanging out with us. You know, I can always tell when we're getting closer to an election. Because I I don't have a home phone. And thank goodness for that fact that I don't have a home phone. But I can tell you that the phone lines in studio start ringing about time that most of you will be maybe getting home from work. And you're fortunate that when I punch people up on the board... We don't get uh, political calls and conversations here on the air because I do believe that the robo-dialers start dropping in on the show. 803-978-1832. That's your number. If you want to be a part of the program, feel free. Uh, Looking forward to William Qualkenbush coming up here on the program momentarily. Uh, Always great to catch up with him. I get the inside scoop on what he's thinking in terms of Clemson and LSU. Again, uh, epic matchup and really a chance uh, for Clemson to continue to cement themselves uh, as one of the top teams in all of college football and maybe the preeminent program uh, in college football. The Clemson Tigers uh, perhaps could be or would be considered Uh, with a victory over what has been, uh, much like Alabama a year ago, considered to be uh, one of the best programs ever in LSU. Just by what they've done against the SEC, they get uh, the, I guess, benefit of the doubt that maybe Clemson does not get. So uh, it's one of those things I think that you got to keep in the back of your mind to some degree when you watch this thing play out. uh, What is the significance of a victory for the Clemson Tigers to have knocked off in Alabama a year ago, 14-0 Alabama, one of the greatest of all times, people said before the game. That was the conversation. Same thing existing this year with LSU and what kind of significance it would be for Clemson to go 30-0 through those teams that have been considered uh, at that level by so many people. Something to think about for sure. Again, the Clemson Tiger basketball team with a big victory this weekend. We'll touch on that with William Bush. Also looking forward uh, to finding out a little bit more about his thoughts on the upcoming matchup one week from today as the Tigers... In the Bayou Bingo, square off in LSU's backyard down in New Orleans. Go to the Cafe Dumont, and get some beignets and coffee. Enjoy the sights and sounds of the rich history and tradition. Up the French Quarter, get some Cajun food. Hang out amongst uh, a bunch of tigers, to be honest with you. We come back, William Quagabish joins us right after this. It is Clemson Sports Talk on the Clemson Sports Talk Radio Network. Clemson
1: Sports Talk with Lawton Swan on Columbia's home for sports. Fox Sports Radio 1400. Fox Sports Radio 1400 Traffic.
5: Look out for a wreck this afternoon on hard scrabble at Lee. One other tie-up, Hayward Brockington Road at Larger Street. From the Pope Davis Tire Traffic Center, serving your tires and auto service needs for over 40 years, I'm Rob Sanders.
6: This report is sponsored by Discover. We treat you like you'd treat you. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit to how much they'll match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover Cash Back Match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cashbackmatch.
8: Americans are always on the move. They're in the car, at the office, working around the house. Americans refuse to sit still. So how do you connect with all of these moving targets? Easy, with radio. Radio reaches 93% of Americans every week, more than Google, Facebook, even television. Because, hey, who has the time to sit and watch TV? So when you want to connect with all those constantly moving adults, teens, and millennials,
2: get to iHeartMedia.com and put AMFM radio to work for your company. Lawton Swan here, and I know in sports we're always talking about the big guy. Well, let me tell you, when you're buying a car, you don't need that. What you need to do is head down to Orangeburg to my good friends at Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac. Four generations of family-owned business right there at Ferry Chevrolet. No dock fees, no tricks, straightforward pricing in a low-pressure environment you'll love. Check them out online, ferrychevrolet.com, or call them, 803-536-1600. It's Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac, just a short 30-minute drive off of exit 145A in Orangeburg.
12: For 28 years, the professional staff of the Hobbs Group and Hobbs Group Advisors has been dedicated to helping others achieve their financial goals by delivering quality, objective financial and accounting solutions to a diverse client base of individuals and businesses all over South Carolina. We offer tax and audit services, bookkeeping, payroll, litigation board, employee benefits, personal financial planning, investment management, and insurance services. Please call us at 803-799-0555 or visit our website, hobbscpa.com,
9: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
12: To learn more about our people and services.
0: When a community grows, its hospital should grow too. And that's just what we're doing at Lexington Medical Center. We recently launched the largest hospital expansion project in South Carolina history. Our new 10-story patient tower will help us take better care of patients, including the tiniest infants who need special attention. It will also make room for the growing number of patients who need surgery and intensive care. At Lexington Medical Center, our mission to serve our community never wavers. We're here when you need us today, and we'll be there when you need us tomorrow.
10: Not on my watch, our military service members say, as they volunteer to serve. Not on my watch, they say. As they leave their families behind to keep the rest of ours safe. As they move out, stand firm, and take fire. So not on our watch, we say. To the severely ill or injured veterans who can't get the care they deserve. The therapists they need to walk again. The treatment they need to talk again. The lifetime of day-to-day help they need to live full and independent lives. When there's no more government funding, or a nursing home seems like the only option. Or everyone says, there's no hope for recovery. We won't leave one warrior behind. Not on our watch. Find out how you can do your part at findwwp.org.
6: Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling.
5: Maybe he's not a
6: smiler. Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. Or maybe he's teething. Maybe it's just a phase. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help.
12: Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Fox Sports
1: Radio 1400, WCOS Columbia, and iHeart Radio Station. It's time
2: for Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Ready,
1: set, ready,
2: Just call me Swanny. Tigers time.
7: Tigers time. Tiger
2: Is our number two. That's drive time right here on the show that shakes the Southland. Clemson Sports Talk. Looking forward to catching up with our good buddy, William Qualkinbush here. Momentarily actually had him on the line, had a little technical hiccup with the phones, had to pull the old reset reset button out, which is something that I'm glad I got to during the break instead of during the show. And, you know, what we will avoid here, uh, I would say if the phone's, if the phones are working or if they do start working, uh, what we will avoid is maybe a, um, musical interlude that I may have to play to go reset the button. I got, I got to figure out a way to get the reset button over here a little closer to me instead of being on the other side of the room. That would be nice. Push button reset right now. I don't have that. I would love to get it. I'll try to figure that out. All right. So we're going to see if we can get qualk up on the board. If not, qualk they may get a mu- little uh musical interlude while i go reset the phones for a second time welcome in buddy what's going on
11: what's up swanny i hope you can hear me this i time. got
2: you buddy listen they're not going to have to hear yeah. any music you know what i'm saying just the just the sultry tones of your voice for about uh, 15 yeah. 20 minutes
11: i mean look if anybody wants i mean i'll be glad to go look karaoke a little acapella style i mean if, if people are really disappointed we can probably make that work for folks.
2: Did you know I was a karaoke legend during my time at Clemson?
11: No, but you know what? Now that I know that information, it's not all that surprising. I got to be honest. You seem like a guy with some Delta tones. Uh, well, say. listen,
2: it was a little more in the hip hop genre, but yeah, I was pretty uh, <laughs> I, I was pretty popular back in the day at TDs on a Tuesday night with uh Ed Miller's I hear karaoke mayhem.
0: Yeah. How
11: late? How late in the night were you popular with the ten o'clock crowd or like the twelve thirty crowd? Cause that. That's a very different thing you're communicating. There.
2: It, it didn't get going till about eleven. I was I was pretty popular. Uh, you know, I kind of got things started. Eb would kind of kick okay. me off as one of the you know early kind of break the ice. And then at the end of the night, I was bringing the house down. You know what I'm saying?
11: All right. Well, there you go. They, I like that. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, Long Swan the in. I, I like it.
2: Listen, it was the 14 semester playing, uh Plan Somebody had to do it. <laughs> Somebody had to stay in college for seven years. Um, all right, hey, well, man. listen, I would love to have been in college for seven years during this run for the Clemson Tigers, given what it looked like when I was there. Uh, but Clemson on pace now uh, to potentially knock off a, quote, historically great Alabama team a year ago, and then maybe another historically great LSU team, this time in LSU's backyard, perhaps, if Clemson could pull that off. Uh, what would a victory next Monday night say about where Clemson's program is nationally. Well, wouldn't it be like the fifth straight Clemson winning against the best team ever? I mean, hasn't Clemson being like the last
11: five best teams ever, but Clemson's never considered the best team ever coming in these games? I mean, isn't that isn't that kind of what happens? Like last year they beat the best team ever, and then Ohio State, I mean, I say they were the most complete team this year and maybe the best team we've had in the playoff era, and now you got the best team ever apparently because LSU beat Oklahoma like a drum. All of a sudden, we just forgot all the great things you said about Ohio State, and now LSU is just some unbeatable thing. I mean, look, I'm all for, I'm all for respect the opponents, Swami, but I am totally against over-respecting opponents. If I thought, and I'm just, I'm just going to say this now, I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm, I'm just I'm trying to check logic here. If I thought going into the Ohio State-Clemson game and going into the LSU-Oklahoma game that Ohio State was better than LSU, why, given the fact that I'm pretty sure Oklahoma stinks? Why? When I all of a sudden switch that, and now after watching Clemson beat Ohio State, after watching Clemson uh, exert its dominance as the best red zone team in the country, after watching what Clemson did to the team that I thought was better to begin with, why would I prioritize the LSU result over a team that I already was skeptical about anyway over the result that Clemson literally just had? Again, I am totally fine with respecting the opponent and I'm totally fine with thinking that LSU is better than Ohio State. What I'm not fine with is Ohio State, uh, you know, if I thought Ohio State was better than LSU, now all of a sudden I'm concerned about LSU to the point that I might pick them to win. Again, I'm not saying LSU is not going to win the game. I'm just saying let's not act like recency bias is the only thing that exists here. Let's try to be a little consistent because from my perspective, Ohio State didn't play poorly against Clemson. I don't think any less of Ohio State after that game. I don't. I, again, I, I maybe I'm missing something, Swanny. But it, it it just boggles my mind how it seems like a lot of folks are doing
2: that. Yeah, look, Qualk, I'm with you. Follow him on Twitter at Quaal Talk. If you're watching the show, you can see everything you need to know about William Qualk and Bushes. He hangs out with us here every Monday afternoon. And Qualt, when I look at this LSU team, obviously it begins with the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow. And the job that he's done, just kind of becoming this field general for them, really seeing the field, and 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 maybe more impressively, uh, he's much more. Uh, I call, I said a fleet of foot earlier in the show, just very nimble in the pocket. Really does a good job maneuvering around. Who does he remind you of?
11: Boy, that is a really good question. I don't know in the college ranks that he reminds me of anybody. Maybe I mean maybe a really, really hyped-up version of a Mike Leach quarterback, just because look at his efficiency numbers. There's nobody outside of a Leach or an Air Raid quarterback that's only throwing underneath that's put up the efficiency numbers that he has. Maybe a Marcus Mariota with a little bit, but see, even then, you've got a little bit less athleticism, at least how it plays. I think he's certainly an athletic guy. I don't misunderstand. Sure. But he's not using it all the time or running for 1,000 yards.
3: Mariota, in
11: terms of, what is he did 43 touchdowns with two picks or whatever it was the year that he won the Heisman. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I've, tried to, I've tried to think about this. I don't know that there really is a college comp for him because of the combination of measurables, accuracy, and low percentage throws he completes. This is not a guy with a low air yards, uh, you know, a low air yards average. It's not a guy like Ryan Finley who's making a lot of safe throws or a lot of short intermediate throws. This is a guy throwing the ball into coverage. This is a guy trusting his receivers. This is a guy that turns a 50-50 ball into an 85-15 ball because he's got great receivers, but more important than that, he makes his receiver the primary target on the play. He takes defenders totally out of the play with ball placement. For that reason, I think we've seen really great quarterbacks, and I'm not sure that he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. He may have had the best season that I've ever seen. This His stats this year sure insane. But that's why there's no comp. Because this combination of things doesn't come around all that often, and so I'm interested to see, who do you think he reminds you of. Because I, like I say, I I can get close, but I'm not sure I can get fully there in terms of a comparison at the college level.
2: Yeah, collegiately, kind of, you know, watching him move around, I think you, I think your comparison to a a, a Ryan Finley more mobile type player uh, than a Finley, I would say, I'd put him in that category because of his build. I mean, he he physically to me he he feels on the field bigger than Trevor Lawrence and I, I don't mean in stature in terms of height but he feels thicker than Lawrence he feel, you know he, yeah. he kind of moving around the pocket reminds me a little bit watching this is not a fair comparison but kind of reminds me of Tom Brady with just how he keeps his head up he he, he doesn't seem to fear being hit you know what I mean I feel like he is very comfortable in the pocket and and feels like he's not going to get touched just the way he moves around I mean that's what he reminds me you know, I
11: agree me. with you. I, I agree with you on that. And, you know, that, that's one thing that I think was a little bit underrated about Justin Fields is that Fields took a lot of sacks because he, sit, he sat in the pocket and tried to extend plays. Burrow actually feels like, and I'm, I'm, I know what this is going to sound like, and I'm not saying it like it sounds. I'm going to explain here in a second. He feels more like a mobile quarterback than Fields does in the way that he extends plays out of the pocket. Fields was a runner, and he's got great mobility, but when he leaves the pocket, he's trying to run, and he prefers to be in the pocket. Burrow will escape pressure with safety valve stuff, which is another aspect of their offense in his game that makes him a little bit unique. That he'll escape pressure in a number of ways. He doesn't, yeah. I, it, from, from watching him, he doesn't really have a go-to. He'll throw to safety valves. That's how edwards a gets involved in the passing game, a lot of safety valve, a lot of quick game stuff. Uh, but he'll also move out of the pocket to scramble and keep his eyes downfield, but he'll also look to run. Yeah, he, he, Aaron Rodgers. Kind of, I mean, yeah, kind of uh, Aaron
2: Rodgers-esque a little Aaron bit.
11: Aaron Rodgers, that's good. Mm-hmm. I, I like that one.
2: Yeah, now in in terms of this game being played, Qualk, uh, in New Orleans and, and right there in, in LSU's backyard, uh, Clemson was outnumbered. Out in Phoenix, uh, the Tigers, you know, they go on the road in the hostile environments. They they played at Texas A&M a year ago. Uh, they'll go into Georgia. You know, they, they love playing these big-time out-of-conference games uh, on the road. They'll play in LSU in just a couple of years. Before you know it, we'll be at that matchup. Uh, nonetheless, how big of an advantage is this to have that game uh, in New Orleans, in your opinion, even though it's a, quote, neutral site?
11: Well, I mean, to the, to the layman, Swanee, it seems like a huge deal because uh, LSU's never lost a game in New Orleans, ever, of any magnitude. And uh, Clemson's never won there. So that feels like a big deal. Uh, now, you're also talking about a Clemson program that's literally always doing things that never happened. Uh, they, <laughs> Alabama's never been beaten like they were last year, too. has never been treated like that. Clemson's never done this and never done that and never done the other thing. Clemson seems to relish doing what's never been done. So when you tell me that a bunch of stuff has never been done in this game and that all those things favor Clemson's opponent, I'm almost inclined to go the other way at this point because of how they've operated the last five or so years.
2: It's a good point. And I think about this Clemson team and, you know, the way they've been able to leverage that chip on their shoulder, even as the defending champions. You know, you talked about the, the spread, the swing uh, in that with the LSU victory over Oklahoma. Uh, but then to know you're kind of going into that hostile territory that the players today saying, hey, we, we, are, we are viewing this as a road game. I think that's a healthy attitude for this program to have going into this game because it does add a little bit of uh, extra oomph, if you will, uh, in terms of how they'll feel in terms of their preparation for this game.
11: Yeah, I asked Jermaine Anker that question today. I said, do y'all have silent counts or anything? And he's like, oh, yeah. like we, we got the whole package for going on the road. And it's true that they're preparing for it to be that way. Now, I was also in a gaggle of reporters talking to Gage Cervenka earlier this morning, and he mentioned, you know, a a 60, 40, 70, 30-type split Ohio State. And so, you know, unless you think that LSU is going to be 85-15 there at the stadium, or 80-20, you know, unless they're going to just overwhelm the Clemson folks, which honestly I don't think they are because I think Clemson folks have kind of, at least to a certain degree, have kind of waited on this game and, and kind of uh you know didn't go to glendale because sure. they're waiting to, to take this one trip at the very end um because of that i don't
9: think that it'll feel like with the lucky land sluts you can get lucky just about anywhere
7: this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky
9: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
11: Much more of a road game than the Fiesta Bowl that was probably, at the very least, 2-1 to one Ohio State fans. So I think for the, Clemson, for, for the Clemson program, they spent a lot of time going through silent counts and preparing like it was at least a quasi-road game already so I don't think it's a super radical difference based on talking to a couple players today, what they've been able to do to get ready for LSU. I, personally, I'm not sure if that's a wise move or not. I mean, I, I, far be for me to say they're making unwise moves in preparation for playoff games. <laughs> they certainly seem to know what they're doing, but I, I, I do think the LSU crowd's gonna be a little bit jagged, probably a little ticked. They have probably been drinking away their sorrows ever since the Saints game uh, yesterday. They're gonna be drinking for like a week and a half, trying to get over that. So they're going to be lathered up and, and in a in a frenzy, and that's probably going to feel a little better uh, for them and a little different than uh, than the Ohio State 2-1 to advantage that they enjoyed at the Fiesta Bowl.
2: Again, every day in the upstate, 105.5, the Roars, the station, William Qualk and Bush from noon until 3 o'clock. And, uh, Qualk, when you think about from the standpoint of uh, the significance of a win historically in college football, Clemson already – You know, going to four out of five national championship games, that puts you in an echelon that many programs, most programs have never seen. Uh, Winning back-to-back puts you in another level, but winning uh, three out of four uh, puts you in uber elite status, in my opinion. But what's the significance of of something like that? If Clemson does it going 30-0 and everything else, that kind of comes along with it, in your opinion.
11: This game will make Clemson a new Alabama. And, it'll, and, Clem, and Alabama will become the old Clemson. Man, that's what it'll be. It'll be legitimately switching spots. And you know what? The news of today actually helps that narrative because Tua is going pro, and I actually think there's some synergy, and I'm bringing a lot of topics into this one thing here, so we'll just we'll just make a stew here real quick. The the Patriots loss with Brady, and everybody talking about how that's the end of the dynasty, that Tua declares for the draft, and – and I know a couple of receivers are coming back, but you don't know if Bryce Young is another two or if he's closer to Jalen Hurts or right. some of the other uh, quarterbacks that Alabama's had in the past. You don't know. Maybe Mac Jones wins a job. You're just not sure about the Saban dynasty. And you know, by the way, the, the last few times that Saban has faced a competent offense, they've gotten destroyed on defense. So they got to figure out on the defensive side of the ball how to figure this thing out. Um, it, is, it is really an interesting time uh, to follow Alabama and to follow it and juxtapose it with with, with Clemson's rise. Um, And if Clemson wins this, you get got 30-0, you got three of the last four, got Alabama not even making the playoff. Clemson hasn't been there since 2014. Now Clemson's got the active streak. Clemson's holding all the cards. And Clemson's in a much easier league. And, oh, by the way, Alabama's in an even tougher league because now Chad Morris is calling plays at Auburn. And I know some folks who aren't enamored with that, but I think that's a great upgrade for them in, in terms of a play caller and in terms of somebody who understands what Gus wants to do. And then, uh, oh, by the way, LSU's not going anywhere because they're going to pay Joe Brady uh, about $2 million or whatever he wants <laughs> to stay there. They're not going anywhere. Lane Kiffin's at Ole Miss. You don't know what's going to happen there. Arkansas with Sam Pittman's already recruited pretty well. He's hired a good staff, got some folks from Georgia. That, that division, kind of sneaky, even at the bottom, is getting a little bit better. Maybe Mississippi State gets a little better cultural fit than Joe Moorhead, who I, I think is a – Decent coach, is looking for a better spot. Alabama's not guaranteed anything like Clemson is. And so if you just look at those two teams, the preeminent powers of the last half decade, one has legitimate staying power now, and the other one's got a lot of questions. And the one without questions is Clemson, and that's even more true if they win this game. I think it's still true if they lose it, but if they win, you're looking at the new preeminent power with no peer in college football.
2: Let's turn our attention to a sport that's not nearly as in high regard with Clemson Tiger fans, but they picked up a big weekend, a big victory over this weekend. Uh, the Clemson Tiger men's basketball program, Brad Brownell, and that squad needed an ACC win. They got their first. They're one and three. They got a road game in Chapel Hill, where they're o for forever. I've kind of jokingly said, "Wouldn't this be the squad that goes up and and wins one at North Carolina?" I do know that the Tar Heels are vulnerable this year, but. Uh, In addition to how valuable that win was for this team this weekend, is there anything that you've seen from this ball club throughout the first 14 games that makes you feel like uh, the early season sputters are not who they're going to be the entire year?
11: Well, there are a couple of really good signs from NC State. First of all, I I tweeted out a list of reasons why Clemson won. Then I had a a friend in the media who sent me a message that said, and NC State was missing their best player. And I said, yeah, you're right, C.J. Bryce was out. But Markel Johnson, to me, is still a pro, um, and they've got good players on their team, and they didn't play very well, and part of that was Clemson. I think one thing that's been encouraging is that Clemson, with a young team, and you don't know who's in the lineup from injuries day after day after day, is they have guarded really well for the most part. Even games they lost, the Yale game, the Miami game, you felt like they guarded really well the South Carolina game, and they just got to figure it out offensively. If they continue to play through Amir Sims, if they continue to let him be sort of a point forward playing from the top of the key or the elbow, they got a lot of backdoor cuts and a lot of good movement without the ball from their guards. And it also freed up Trey Jemison to play some minutes at the five alongside him, get some rebounds, et cetera. I thought, I thought it was definitely their best offensive performance of the year. In terms of Chapel Hill, I just, I, I, yeah, I mean, Georgia Tech was up like 40 to six, or I mean, some nonsense score there. In Chapel Hill, Roy Williams says the most embarrassed he's ever been. i am be interested to see how they get off the map this week. They got a game while Clemson sits and rests and recoups. i right. am interested to see who's healthy with, for Clemson. I'm not calling a game, so I, I can say this safely. Uh, I don't think Clemson will ever win in Chapel Hill, ever, ever. If the eight-win Matt Doherty team didn't lose to Clemson, uh. this team could run out with three players and somehow find a way to win. And you know what? The coach of Dick Paparo would come out and get every Clemson player in foul trouble if North Carolina was playing 3 on 5 I feel like that's a streak that will never ever end
2: ever. Qualk, be good, brother. Always appreciate you. Thanks, Swami. All right, Why man. Be yeah. Good. Yes, sir. William Quagenbush on Twitter at Quawk Talk. Oh. Uh, he says that's a streak that will never end. I'll tell you this: uh, if you're going into that game hoping for a victory, that's—I I guess that's the mentality you need to have because nowhere to go but up. <laughs> This streak will never end. Ever. So says Qualk. Hopefully the Tigers will snap it this weekend, and uh that would make for an interesting, interesting uh Monday show with Clemson football looming in the national championship game and maybe Clemson basketball uh, setting a, a new mark. But as my good buddy uh Mark Paysant would point out, uh, Clemson leveraged their basketball program. Uh, they essentially sold their soul in basketball for football success. At some point, they signed on the dotted line and said, We will be terrible forever in basketball if only you can make us uh, what we are the monster in college football that the Tigers are today. Appreciate William Qualk- Bush again on Twitter at Qualk Talk. Go follow him.
4: You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the nationwide keyword TAXI to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's TAXI to 200-200.
1: Fox Sports Radio 1400 Traffic.
5: From the Pope Davis Tire Traffic Center, serving your tire and auto service needs for over 40 years. Traffic this afternoon, we got a wreck on I-20 eastbound. Near the Broad River Road exit, also a wreck on Pine Grove Road at Longtown. If you're stuck, use the train.com heating and cooling tip line 343-1055.
6: This report is sponsored by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer.
0: Is your family ready for cold and flu season? Knowing when it's the flu lets you know when to call your doctor. The flu brings a fever, so be prepared with a thermometer you can trust. The Exergen Temporal Scanner, backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Visit exergen.com. Cottingham Family Dentistry would like to welcome you to
5: become a part of their family. What makes them different? It's in the name, family. Cottingham Family Dentistry offers same-day crowns, dental implants, cosmetic dentistry, including whitening, veneers, and tooth-colored fillings, Invisalign, and many other dental services. If you're searching for an amazing dental home, contact Cottingham Family Dentistry at 776-4234 or stop by their office at 3722 Divine Street and become a part of the family. CottinghamFamilyDentistry.com.
13: This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me and United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League.
8: The Red Cross responds to nearly 66,000 disasters every year, most of them house fires. Red Cross President and CEO Gail McGovern says you need to develop an evacuation plan and practice it, especially with your children. It takes just two minutes for a home to be engulfed in flames.
0: Practice those drills. We all think our kids know what to do. They don't. We need to teach them. We have started a large campaign where we're going into vulnerable communities and helping install smoke alarms. Already 92 lives were saved. And four of those lives were saved by a five-year-old girl who remembered what we taught them during these fire drills, and she got her family out. We also have a slew of free apps that people can download onto their smartphones. It's what to do in every kind of disaster you can imagine, how to prepare and how to recover.
8: To help support all the Red Cross does, and to make a financial donation, go to redcross.org. That's redcross.org. Whoa,
1: long time no see. It's me, the rock T-shirt in the back of your closet.
0: (laughs) Dude,
1: remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in, like, forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill,
0: where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Looking for South
1: Carolina's favorite country? You'll find it at 97.5 WCOS.
2: It is the show that shakes the Southland, your show, the people show, Clemson Sports Talk on Twitter, at Clemson Sports. Hang out with us in our chat live on Facebook, on our website. We have a live chat over there as well, uh, talk.com If that's too hard, Clemsonradio.com. All right, Anthony's been on hold during the break and wants to talk about uh, the Clemson Tigers and LSU and uh, Clemson's defense going up against this potent LSU offense. Anthony, what's going on, my man? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Man, I'm good. Good to hear from you.
7: Our um, defensive end, do, do you think um, they're going to have to pick it up? Uh, do you think they're capable of picking it up in order for us to have a better chance against um, LSU? It seem like, you know, it seems like they kind of, you know, not making the progress we thought they was going to make. You know, here we is at the end of the year. And, you know, I'm don't, i don't, I'm not seeing the kind of pressure from the, from those defensive ends that I think we're going to really need in this game. I just thought I'd it see what you thought about that.
2: Yeah. You know, Anthony, it's something – I appreciate the call, by the way. I, I think that schematically – and, again, look, uh, I am certainly no Brent Vittables. I, uh, I am undefeated as a defensive coordinator. But, uh, you know, I think this from the standpoint of the pressure coming off the edge against Ohio State, that was not necessarily the M.O. for this Clemson Tiger team. I, I think there was the threat of Justin Fields, even with a big ankle brace on, running the football. And so Clemson really wanted to do what they could to contain him to the pocket. I think they felt like uh, they were going to force him to beat them from the pocket, and so I think you kind of watch that game. At least I did, and I remember Anthony vividly thinking to myself, "Man, you know, you're you're not seeing uh, the impact from an Xavier Thomas on that defensive front that I think that most people would want to see."
9: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: we've we've sort of we've sort of become fans of the you know the big hit, the disruptive play off the edge, and I think that that's something that when you when you don't have it the the common theme is oh you know we're 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 being stifled at the line of scrimmage when the reality may have more to do with they want to contain a guy like Justin Fields they want to properly play any zone reads they don't want to get sucked up too far and open up big gaps now again I'm I'm not a defensive coordinator And I could be way off on what's going on uh, from that standpoint. But I think that has more to do with it than anything. And I think that you will see a little more relentless approach to some degree. The other thing, too, I think, Anthony, that has to be noted about Brent Venables is I think he appreciates the fact that he has to mix things up this year. And on a lot of plays, you would see a situation where Xavier Thomas, uh, they would take advantage of his versatility and he would drop into coverage and they'd blitz a linebacker, they'd bring a safety or they'd bring a corner. You know, they really tried to show some different looks. And I think that's uh, another key to Clemson's success defensively. Is their versatility, and I think that you know, having a a guy like Xavier Thomas playing the way that he can play uh, allows them to do some of that. And uh, ultimately, though, I think more than anything, that game count came down to I don't believe Clemson felt like Justin Fields. And I thought he, I thought he did a, a great job considering he threw for over three hundred yards, uh, better than I think I expected. I, I don't think they felt like he could beat them standing in the pocket I, I think his res, his performance I think he outplayed what I would have expected if you would have told me uh that Clemson was gonna you know try to contain him in that way I thought he had a better game than I would have expected back out to the phone lines we go here on a Monday caller welcome in and talk to me
7: hey what's up lawton It's Charlie
2: Charlie what's going on buddy
7: well, I, I'm I'm gonna make Clark mad real quick because I've pretty much have, have done what he was saying upsets him the whole year. I was with him, Ohio State, top to bottom, most complete team. Uh, you know, us in Ohio State, you know, didn't didn't believe in LSU's defense. But the reason that I that I've kind of changed that I'm and, I, and I'm just as if not more worried about this game is has nothing to do with it being in New Orleans. But just just LSU's defense for games now has been playing much better. They've been better. So, right. Because they've been playing better now for multiple games. Um, now, I understand they haven't faced the Clemson. But um, the thing is, is the matchup, too, against the offense, to get I feel like to get pressure on Joe Burrow, we have to blitz, right? I mean, do you see our defensive line getting a lot of pressure just with the D-line? I, man, I hope so. I think Foster had a good game. You know, Tyler Davis, I think we got some solid players. But we don't get excellent – we don't have excellent pass rush. And, I, and, you know, I think most people would agree with that. And, but, see, that's, that's just it. If we have to blitz Joe Burrow to get pressure, that's, that's kind of – that's tough, man. The kids made such good decisions all season long. And it's almost like when you blitz him, you're just, you're just about to kill yourself and it's like he just always has the answer for it. If we can get pressure with the D-line, though, we might take them out of their five wide sets, and they'll have to put the running back in there to help chip, or like you said, they use tight ends for the same reason, but they may take them out of their five wide sets, um, which isn't always five wide receivers. Sometimes they run the tight end or running back out there, the double slot or whatnot, but either way, it's five wide personnel, basically. Uh, Yeah, so it's – I just don't know I don't know how it's going to play out but if we can get them out of their five wide and force them to have to have a running back in the backfield I actually think that will help us because that's what we're used to seeing we don't face teams that go five wide that can attack us and that's scary but at the same time man we don't have fast safeties we don't have fast safeties but who's yet to expose us who's yet to beat us because our safeties are not fast
2: nobody we'll be back
6: Staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery.
13: For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies.
5: Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How
4: can you help?
0: Expect partly cloudy skies
5: tonight, a low near 40. Pack your umbrella in the morning, expect showers, about a 50% chance of rain there, a high getting near 60 in the afternoon. I'm Rob Sanders in the 103.5 FM WVOC Weather Center. This report
6: is sponsored by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer.
0: 30 million people come down with the flu every year. It could be you or your family. The best way to tell if it's a cold or the flu is by taking your temperature. And no one does that better than the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Learn more at exergen.com.
12: Available now from iHeart, a new series presented by T-Mobile for Business, The Restless Ones. Join me, Jonathan Strickland, as I explore the coming technological revolution with the restless business leaders who stand right on the cutting edge. They know there is a better way to get things done, and they are ready for the next technological innovation to unlock their vision of the future. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the restless ones on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting.
4: You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this
3: fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel.
4: B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts? That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts?
0: We're going crowd surfing! I can't! It's too heavy! Oh my god!
4: Or D, just roll with it.
3: i love you justin i love you when it comes to parenting there are no perfect answers but that's okay because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent teens in foster care will love you just the same
4: for more information on how you can adopt visit adoptuskids.org. a public service announcement from the u.s department of health and human services adopt us kids and the ad council
1: you can save money and help the environment without taking a vow of poverty how does that work well, by choosing Energy Star Qualified Lighting for your home. When you do, you'll become part of a growing national movement. Just go to energystar.gov and click on Take the Change a Light Pledge. It takes only a few short seconds for you to have a long-term impact. Brighten your environmental future. From the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency.
9: For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique, but you are not alone. Matt is here to help. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G.
1: Fox Sports Radio 1400, the Midlands home for Clemson Tiger Sports. Powered by Carolina Fresh Farms with six locations throughout South Carolina.
2: Appreciate Charles's comments there about Clemson's defense and, you know, what they're going to have to do to try to slow down this offense that's going going to attack you. I mean, there's no question LSU is going to attack. By the way, we'll check the text line here moment- momentarily. So, if you want to squeeze something in real quick, 803-450-0086. That's the text line, 803-450-0086. Um, You know, first off, they're built the right way offensively. Uh, LSU, much like Clemson, very experienced on that offensive front. Uh, Just juniors and seniors across the front. Um, Joe Burrow, obviously, tons of experience. Uh, He's played like that this year, cool, under pressure. Uh, This game will be a big one, though. Uh obvious for obviously I mean like uh oh, thanks for saying the obvious one, but uh just to, I, I think being in New Orleans, uh the fact that the the line has shifted so much that they're a heavy favorite. I mean the the, the dynamics behind being Joe Burrow changed a lot with the way he performed against Oklahoma. Uh Edward Zelair, his health, obviously getting another sixteen days to get ready. He should be good to go. He's a smaller Running back, but no less aggressive and powerful than any Clemson's seen this year by any means. Uh, as for, and in, in fairness, when I say smaller in stature, not not size. Uh, he he's you know two hundred and ten pounds or so in terms of weight, but he, he's a shorter kid five seven five eight, uh, maybe maybe five eight in in cleats. Uh, but then you get to their wide receivers, and that's where they're going to really run a ton of long, talented, young, uh, versatile. You watched um, Justin Jefferson bring in four touchdowns against Oklahoma, and you thought, "Is it what? What am I? Is this a video game?" 192 hundred ninety-two pound junior, crisp route runner, athletic. I mean all the things that T. Higgins and Justin Ross bring to the table. Uh, you know several of these wide receivers for for LSU have in their repertoire. I I do think that Randy Moss's son, who's their tight end, Thaddeus Moss, uh, gives them an element that Clemson still lacks. I, I think that had Brayden Galloway played the entire season coming into this game, these two teams would be. Uh, Probably considered equals in terms of what their tight end brings to the table. It's it's still kind of an enigma right now. Not from what you think Galloway can give you, but you just haven't seen it. And so, again, just one game being played for him this year after being suspended for the entire season uh, from last season's Osterine deal that took place prior to the playoffs. Uh, but maybe Galloway shows up, and and, and maybe he kind of surprises people. I think more people wanted to see him involved in the offense against Ohio State than he was. He did a good job blocking downfield, and you could clearly see that he's the better, uh, the best tight end. I was going to say better, but I think he's the best tight end that Clemson's got on the roster, and uh, having him out there is certainly a big deal. But as I mentioned before, teams have thrown all types of different looks at Joe Burrow and LSU. I think the best thing you got in your wheelhouse, though, if you're the Clemson Tigers, is the fact that you've got a guy like Brent Venables running that defense and you've got a studious group of individuals uh, preparing. As for Clemson attacking LSU, you know, I think their secondary uh, is going to struggle to slow down Clemson. I I think you know if you believe that Clemson's going to have a tough time with them, I think you got to believe that they're going to have a similarly tough time. Like Grant Delpit, the safety, I mean, he is an unbelievable ball player. Uh, Stingley is a freshman; he is, you know, one of the best freshman corners in the country. But this will be the first time that they will be challenged to the degree that they're going to be challenged by this Clemson Tiger offense. And I, I think that that's something that's that's got to be said. And you you go through the list of teams that they played, including Alabama, where Tua was coming back off an injury, and Alabama outscored them. If my memory serves me correctly, uh, in the second half of that ball game. Now look, that, that, Swanee, that they didn't outscore him in the whole ball game. Why? Well, I, I get that, but you got to think Tua had been out, and he's trying to get back. You know, kind of. I don't want to say get back to good, but I mean, two was trying to get his legs back under him in that ball game to some degree, and ultimately they end up outscoring Alabama in the second half. I'm going to see what the final score is. Forty six, excuse me. They end up outscoring LSU. All right, it was thirty three to thirteen at the half. Yeah, I was right. Uh, Alabama scored seven in the third to make it 33-20. And then the Crimson Crimson Tide scored 21 in the fourth quarter. They outscored them 28 to 13 in the second half. Now they got beat 46-41. They scored Alabama scored 7-6-7 and 21 against them. Hard to imagine even though their defense has gotten better that Clemson's still not the best team that LSU's faced this year, offensively and defensively. And I don't know if you can say the same about LSU at this point. I think Ohio State, again, was the second best team in the country. I think Clemson's got that advantage. I think Clemson's already played the best team they're going to play in the playoff. I know LSU has not done that, for a fact. Tua was 21-40 of for 418 yards with four touchdowns and one pick. Uh, not spectacular in terms of the completion percentage, right at fifty percent, just over fifty percent, but four hundred and eighteen yards. Uh, I I don't know. I, I struggle to I struggle to see LSU slowing down Clemson either, even though they've been better in recent weeks, giving up just seven to A and M, twenty to Arkansas. They give up thirty seven to Ole Miss. Auburn, 23-20 was the final score in that game. Auburn might have the conceptual design for how to slow them down, and uh, rest assured, Brent Venables is probably watching that tape quite a bit. Final segment when we get back.
1: The unemployment rate is lower than it's been in decades. That means if you're trying to hire a new employee, they probably already have a job, which means you need to try reaching them in a different way. That's where iHeartMedia comes in. Every week, our radio stations reach 93% of the U.S., most likely when they're on their commute or already at work. So start connecting with the qualified candidates you've been looking for
2: on AMFM Radio. Visit iHeartWorks.com. That's iHeartWorks.com. Lawton Swan here, and I know in sports we're always talking about the big guy. Well, let me tell you, when you're buying a car, you don't need that. What you need to do is head down to Orangeburg to my good friends at Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac. Four generations of family-owned business right there at Ferry Chevrolet. No dock fees, no tricks, straightforward pricing in a low-pressure environment you'll love. Check them out online, ferrychevrolet.com or call them 803-536-1600. It's Ferry Chevrolet Cadillac, just a short 30-minute drive off of exit 145A in Orangeburg.
5: Kirk Commercial Construction is a licensed general contractor in South Carolina. Since 2011, Chris Kirk, a Columbia native with 20 years of construction experience, has believed in meeting his customers' needs. Kirk Commercial Construction is capable of performing any retailer office expansion, new construction, metal building, or commercial renovation work. In addition to Kirk's commercial construction, projects, their service division can assist you with commercial and maintenance tasks. If you need it done right, call 803-250-2495 or KirkCommercialConstruction.com
12: For 28 years, the professional staff of the Hobbs Group and Hobbs Group Advisors has been dedicated to helping others achieve their financial goals by delivering quality, objective financial and accounting solutions to a diverse client base of individuals and businesses all over South Carolina. We offer tax and audit services, bookkeeping, payroll, litigations board, employee benefits, personal financial planning, investment Management and Insurance Services. Please call us at 803-799-0555 or visit our website, hobcpa.com to learn more about our people and services.
4: People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super up.
8: Know someone who's being bullied online? Send the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble, and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool, and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more about the witness emoji at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
3: There are many sounds in your day-to-day life. There are sounds that wake you up. Sounds that make you smile. Sounds that energize you. and sounds that help you relax. But there are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives. Wireless Emergency Alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you information about severe weather events, amber alerts, or other emergencies in your area. With critical information from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know, wherever you are. For more information, visit ready.gov slash alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
1: Fox Sports Radio 1400. Online at foxsportsradio1400.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And iHeartRadio station.
2: What have you done for me lately? It's a fair question.
13: Just don't lose sight of the bigger picture. Don't forget history. Lucky for us at Clemson, the answer to the questions, what have you done for me lately, and what have you done always, are the same. We win.
2: segment on the Monday. Oh boy, about this time next week you'll be getting geared up for the Clemson Tigers and the LSU Tigers in Bath, uh, excuse me, I almost said in Baton Rouge, uh, in New Orleans, Louisiana. Again, uh programming note, we'll have an hour of this show on next Monday. Uh, as the Clemson Tiger pregame show will come on in the Midlands on Fox Sports Radio 1400, one of our affiliates in the of Sports Talk Radio Network. Then, of course, uh, that will only carry an hour over in Florence and Manning as well that day. So Monday next week, an abbreviated show ahead of the National Championship game, which if you are going to stream it uh, while you're traveling around, you can stream it on Fox Sports Radio 1400 uh, on the iHeartRadio app. Again, this show, you can hear it here in the Midlands and anywhere else from 4 to 6 on Fox Sports Radio 1400 on the iHeartRadio app. And from 6 until 8, right after we off the air, if you want to hear it again, if you missed something, uh, you can catch it on Sports Radio 100.1. The Fan streaming as well on iHeartRadio and on TuneIn. So we're we're where you are. Podcasts will be up momentarily as well. 803-978-1832. Okay, I've got text to get to. Ben Zero says, Swanee, now that Galloway has been has some playing time under his belt against Ohio State, I wonder if we'll start to use him as a receiving target against LSU. Yes, and I can't believe you didn't see a little bit more of him in that matchup against Ohio State. Uh, outside of maybe Ben Zero, Ohio State recognizing that you know, the, the he might be a part of it. But uh, again, I think they're just going to try to uh, work him in. Tiger Chuck uh, says Ryan Tannehill uh, as a potential quarterback, I guess, uh, for who Joe Burrow may remind him of. I'm assuming that's what it is, Chuck. You didn't really say. I'm just going to go with that that was the assumption. Uh, Let's see. Harold says since uh, DJ Uyongalaleh, or has enrolled early, does that make him eligible for the 2020 Major League Baseball draft? He says, I believe it does, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'd have to... Uh, I think so. I don't think his eligibility for a Major League Baseball draft changes on that front. Uh, speaking of that, yes, the freshmen did arrive, those that were going to enroll, did arrive on campus uh, over the weekend. DJ and Brian Brazee. Sergio Allen, uh, Kevin Swint, uh, a a good number of those guys enrolled. One that did not, DeMarcus Bowman, that was expected to enroll. Uh, He did not. Kind of got a late start on that process. Positive Mike says, Swanee, you make flying from Greenville to Mobile, Alabama easy. Appreciate that, Positive Mike. That doesn't seem like a huge flight or a, a, a bad drive either. Is that a bad drive? I'll be honest. I love being on the road. I love driving. Chris Aswani, you mentioned Darion Kidrick got an interception. This was uh, on Friday, I believe. He he says that it just got overturned because of the pass interference. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think. So, I didn't walk back that game, Chris, over the weekend. But I, I said Clemson should have had four interceptions. I still stand by that. That doesn't include the the one that you talked about there with Kendrick. That would have been, I guess, five. But that one was obviously a pass interference. Uh, but you had the two that you had. There was the one earlier that I was talking about, the Kayvon Wallace, where Wallace uh, nearly gets a pick six pick six, I believe. The other one was a Kendrick play. It was on the sidelines, sort of falling out of bounds. I think the ball hit his hands. And I think the commentators made some reference to him being you know, a, a corner and not a wide receiver anymore. But if you throw that one in, I guess five. But I really think four was uh, the more realistic. Now, this message from an unnamed texter says, I didn't hear anyone talking about the cheap shot Chase Young took on Trevor Lyons on the targeting play. Tried to take his head off. None of the announcers mentioned it either. You're talking about kind of that chokehold, uh, whatever you want to call it. He said, uh, "What about the OSU defender purposely trying to take out Trevor Lawrence while laying on the ground?" Uh, that was fairly obvious and was missed. Where the guy rolls over and tries to elbow Trevor. Uh, the Chase Young thing, you know, I look. I didn't really think that that was any worse than what. Ben Bullwear did to uh Lamar Jackson a couple of years ago. I mean, none of that has really any place in in football in my opinion, but it you know, it's a part of it and it goes on. All right, real quick, we got less than a minute here, caller. What's going on?
10: Hey, what's going on, and It is Hollywood?
2: Hollywood. How you feel about this game, man?
10: Uh I'm going with the Tigers. What? LSU Tigers. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. I I think it's a hot team. It should be a good game. But I'm going with my conference, so I'm going to run with the Tigers.
2: There you go. Hollywood, Florida Gator man in the house. He thinks it's going to be LSU. You know, I mentioned watching that Auburn game. Hollywood, thanks for the phone call, buddy, and I appreciate you working with me to squeeze that in late. Um, I mentioned the LSU-Auburn game. Florida. Florida gave LSU uh, quite the challenge in terms of – what they did against them pretty early on in that ball game defensively. So, you know, I think from Clemson's standpoint, getting 16 days to get ready was huge. I think that this is a team, again, that doesn't care about who the opponent is, how great they are. They're going to go out and play their best game. If they win, great. Uh, If they lose, they're going to leave it all out there. But for you, the fan, I'll go back to what I started with. Just enjoy this run. Embrace it. Soak it all in. Until tomorrow... I'm Lawton Swan signing off. As always, y'all take care now. And go Tigers!
8: Plus.